when he said, grab a hat and a mic and keep up with me if you can. If you can. And I said, should they have just got Dorinda to come in and teach her? Yes. Yes. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of In Hindsight. We're your hosts, Andrea, Brittany, and Jasmine. We review movies and TV shows from our childhood to see if they still hold up, because sometimes things aren't quite the way you remember them. In this week's episode, we are discussing Camp Rock, a decom that aired June 20th, 2008, about a girl who gets the chance to spend the summer at a prestigious music camp. Yes, this is what Wikipedia said. It did say prestigious. But before we get started, please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at in underscore hindsight underscore pod and on Twitter at in underscore hindsight pod. If you're loving these episodes, feel free to subscribe, share with your friends and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else that podcasts are published. If you want us to dissect one of your favorite childhood films, let us know on the socials or email us at inhindsightpod at gmail.com. And with that, let's get into it. Uh, I want to welcome back Amani to join us for this movie. So glad that you're here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here again. Just a long-standing guest at this point. VIP guest, (laughs) really. And now I'll pass it to Jasmine for the pop culture segment. All right, I'll do my best to be brief. So Camp Rock was the second decom to air on the wonderful world of Disney on ABC after the premiere. And it was on the iTunes store for digital purchase shortly after the premiere. I have not heard the iTunes store in decades. So, wow, what a capsule. This is. Uh, this movie was watched by 8.9 million viewers the night of the premiere. It's the third highest viewed decom of all time behind High School Musical 2 and Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie. So somebody really going to have to explain to me what they were doing at Waverly Place because the girls were really going up for this and I don't I don't understand it. Um, and then the soundtrack was certified platinum. Again, confusion, but, you know, it's fine. I guess, you know, Demi and the Jonas Brothers, great. So the director here, he's uh, Matthew Diamond. He's done, you know, things like Designing Women, Golden Girls, The Parkers, Gilmore Girls, and The Wiz Live, which I did enjoy. Yes, yes, you know, he's done that. So again, I was like, what? What's going on? Uh, The writers here are the same writers as Jump In, and we had a time, okay, because we had questions about that script, Y'all, I don't know what was going on. But then we also have a couple of other folks, Julie Brown and Paul Brown. I don't know if they're related, but they did things like Clueless, the TV series. I don't know. So here we go into the stars. Demi Lovato. We just talked about Demetria in Princess Protection Program. We got the Jonas Brothers. I did not. I've never known which one is which. So this really helped me. Um, Joe Jonas plays Shane Gray, who is like the lead. You know, they have a fake little band. He's the middle brother. I don't know. For those listeners, okay, who also do not know, he's the middle brother. Um, Apparently, I have nothing else in terms of his, like, work, but they had a show called Jonas. Did anybody watch that? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Can you speak to this show? Was it giving? Was it serving? No, but I was a big Jonas Brothers fan in general. They're also from Jersey. Shout out to Bergen County, Wyckoff. Um, but I was a big <laughs> Jonas Brothers fan, specifically Nick. Knew all of them. I was the only one in my friend group that liked Nick. Everyone else loved Joe. And I was like, cool, cool, you can have him. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that show was... Uh, it wasn't great, but like, what do you what do you expect? <laughs> Same, I echo that. Also, we should have met earlier than we did because I was in love with Nick Jonas. <laughs> Nick was the best, and I... is the best. I still hold that. Yeah, Jealous still goes off. The church yeah. choir rendition of Jealous. Yes, awesome. I did watch that. Be- I went on a whole tangent of Jonas Brothers and Nick, and then Demi Lovato videos after watching this movie today <laughs> the ch- church choir jealous ver- or church choir version of jealous is still one of my favorite things to watch on youtube i will send it to the group afterwards if you haven't seen it please do is that the one that was that's recent yeah, it's from like 2014 i want to say okay because i feel like i've seen some on twitter and it was one of them with the choir and i said i didn't turn the volume on because i said girl not today <laughs> But it, just the visual of it, I was like, okay. So, yes, please send it to us. I'll put it down in the show notes for the <laughs> listeners. Um, so, yeah, I didn't have too much about what, what he did. Most of his Wikipedia was who he had dated, child. So, AJ of Allie and AJ. Okay, Taylor Swift. See, Taylor is always in some mess. And that's all I'm going to say. Camilla Bell, our girl, Demetria. Ashley Green from Twilight. Gigi Hadid. And he married this person named Sophie Turner. I think she's also... Oh, she was in Game of Thrones, right? Yes, Is that she's the Sansa. Yes. Okay. Shout out to you, ma'am. I don't I don't know. We like um, her. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. So that's Joe. Then his the other two. So Nick Jonas. Now that... That's the youngest. Correct. Okay. I'm, I'm asking the experts. Yeah, he plays, he's, I think, Nick. our age. Okay. Or you're under us, I think. Okay. Oh, okay. So he was... Uh, <laughs> So he was also, well, obviously they was all on the show. He dated Miley and Selena. And I, I'm using was, dated loosely because you know how they do. It was a thing. it was messy. Girl, the whole thing. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into that. Now, what? <laughs> it was messy because apparently he was dating Miley. at Like, there was, like, overlap between them. And, like, Miley hates, Miley did not like Selena. And poor Selena was, like, the brunt of everything. And then there was, like, this, like, battle going on where it was like Miley and not Miley Selena and Demi against like Miley and whoever Miley's friend was that's a no-name person honestly and Miley and her friend were always making fun of Selena and Demi but like never actually saying their names but like would post YouTube videos of it yes it was it was like it was messy and then there was this song seven things I hate about you by Miley Cyrus which is actually a love song or a hate song whatever you want to call it to Nick Jonas at the time. And then there was, sorry, I'm like going on a 2000s tangent. And there was one time at an award show where Miley performed it and Selena was in the audience, like front and center. And she went over and they like sang it together. And everyone was like, have they rekindled their friend? Like, is no. this the beginning of the end? Where's that child? Oh, this like, is everything. It was messy. It was messy. And it was great. 
It was great. I was all in that YouTube. I said it last time we did um, Princess Protection Program. I was all up into the YouTube with Demi and Selena and all the drama. It was it was juicy. It was great to see unfold in real time. I love it. See, Imani, this is why we truly needed your presence on this episode because I was like, oh, Lord, I this movie. But see, this, this is what I'm interested in, okay? Not the content. <laughs> so anyway. Got but you. They, if anyone, That's how I ended up yeah, watching okay. like Wizards of Waverly Play, like all this stuff because I, I was all up in the YouTube <laughs> drama. So I just kept watching the stars on their shows, even though you know we were already old, older. Mm. I wonder if that had anything to do with it being you know top three. You know, let me go into that. Let me see if I can find also find a video that explains all of this. But okay, so he he's the one that married Priyanka, whatever girl. And then he's done theater. Now, uh, I can't speak to his, you know, credibility. Les Mis, child, hairspray. Him and Zac Efron, (laughs) you know, Zac gives Link Larkin, I don't know what Nick Jonas gives. Uh, The Sound of Music, Beauty and the Beast, and the Jumanji movies. I don't know, child. And then the last one, Kevin, he's the oldest. Uh, He played Jason. Apparently, his name is actually Paul. Kevin is his middle name. And that's it for him. That's all I found interesting. And then let's see that's who else right. is in here. That's, that's correct. <laughs> I mean, if someone else wants to add, you know, feel free. No shade. He had though. a TV show. He had the reality TV show. Oh, with his wife because he got married like very young. No, like, the other one. Wait, which about one? Kevin? Yeah, Kevin. With Frankie, it came on last year. It was after the Bachelorette. Oh. That's the only reason. I I just never changed the channel. Frankie. Wait, recently. Oh, yeah. Brother. Oh. Oh yeah, because they had they do have a brother, Frankie. Okay. The was, bonus Jonas. <laughs> yes. It was about like it was I'm a done. bunch of these people who are related to famous people, and you and they oh, had to like guess each other's celebrity. Yes, it actually yes, ended yes, up yes, being yes. really good, and I stopped watching The Bachelorette, and I started watching the show. It was a reality show, like a contest type of show, oh. right? Yeah, and you had to figure out who the person's famous relative was but we didn't the audience didn't know all the people so we were like guessing too I feel like he but I also feel like he had a show with his wife like back in the day when the Jonas Brothers were like hot but I could be wrong because he got married young because they also took like chastity vows or whatever girl I'm gonna get into it (laughs) okay okay okay, don't even (laughs) I Take it away. No, you can mention it now, but also I was like, oh my God, I went down a rabbit hole, child. Whew. But yeah, let me know the name of that show. And like I said, I'm going to link it because this is a mess. But yeah, so they there, you know, they the Jonas Brothers. Apparently they disbanded. Now they back together. So hooray. Um, then we have Allison Stoner plays Caitlin. Y'all may recognize her. I used to love her back in the day, Mike's super short show. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Cheaper by the dozen one and two step up. Apparently she was Channing Tatum's little sister. I don't remember her at all, but shout out to you, girl. And then Phineas and Ferb. I didn't realize she did voice work for that too. I I just be hearing Ashley Tisdale. Yeah, she was Isabella. She's a friend that was in love with Phineas. And Phineas just see, I feel like Phineas was really playing around with that girl because he knew. He knew. And anyway, ain't like, girl, you a Girl Scout. You could do better. But um, Missy Elliott videos, obviously, we know her from Work It, Gossip Folks. I'm really hot. And then also Eminem, Just Lose It. And she was at the 2019 MTV 
Video Music Awards when they finally celebrated Missy's icon status. They really were trying to play Melissa and yeah. They did. They did. Don't don't do that to our girl. She's everything. Okay. Um, Maria Canals Barrera plays Connie Torres, Mitchie's mom, and she was on Wizards of Waverly Place, uh, Christella, and she's um she was on Danny Phantom, and she plays Sunset Boulevard as on the Proud Family. And then Daniel Fathers plays Brown Cesario, the director. He was on Murdoch Mysteries, some show called Snatch, and then Orphan Wait. Black. His yeah. first name was Browns? <laughs> That's what I thought. I That's thought that was Wikipedia his last said. name. That's what Wikipedia said, child. I don't know. Um, <laughs> please correct us if this is wrong. Uh, Julie Brown plays Dee LaDuke, the musical director. Apparently, she is most known for like playing Valley Girl characters or mocking Madonna. I don't know what that's about. Um, she was in Like Mike. She was Lisa, the voice of Lisa in a goofy movie, if y'all recall, the popular girl. With, with the jeans, who, um, what's his name, Max wanted to get with. And then she was also the gym teacher in Clueless. And I had to go back because I was like, who? But okay, shout out to you, girl. Um, Megan Martin plays Tess. She was in 10 Things I Had About You, Mean Girls 2, and the Kingdom Hearts game series. Um, Anna Maria Perez de Tagle, I believe, I hope that's right. She was in Hannah Montana, uh, Cake, which I think Brenda Song is in that show too, and then Fame. Jasmine Richards, who I used to love back in the day. I have forgotten. Uh, she was on Naturally Sadie, which is where I uh, watched her and then Overruled. But apparently, and apparently she won singing. Her singing voice is Renee Sands, who was on Kids Incorporated and a member of the girl group Wild Orchid, Orchid with Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. Are y'all familiar wow. with this group? Because I ain't never heard not no. one song. Say that again. Who? It's called Wild Orchid. With Never Fergie. in my life. Never in my life. Okay. Uh, you know, I really do enjoy the Black Eyed Peas pre-Fergie. And I just hate that she embarrassed herself down to the to the game with that national anthem. That is my um, favorite video ever. <laughs> <laughs> when they made the children's book out of it, I really, I screamed. I screamed. It's um, the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> see, let's just talk about this. Let's not get to the movie. Um, Rashawn Fagan plays Sanders, Shake It Up, Insecure, the Bobby DeBar story. I don't recall him in Insecure. I think he had like a couple episodes. I was trying to go look for it, but I couldn't find them. Um, Jordan Francis plays Baron James. He was in Honey. So those are the two, um, the Asta La Vista crew. I said, girl, <laughs> okay. And yeah, Aaron Doyle plays Lola Scott. The other black person, and she was in Miss Spider, Sunny Patch Friends. So we're Brooke Shields. So with that, back to y'all, and specifically back to Brittany and Imani for this movie. I'm out. Thank you. <laughs> okay. When this started, I was like, I wonder how Jasmine and Andre are feeling right now. And then I was like, I know how they're feeling. But in the words of Demi Lovato, sorry, not sorry, because I had a good time watching. Okay, so the movie opens with a get ready montage because it is the 2000s, the late 2000s specifically. So we have to have a getting ready montage. We are introduced to Mitchie and her mom. Disney makes it very clear right away that they are poor and so they cannot afford Camp Rock. But thankfully, the mom gets hired to carry the food. And so now Mitchie can go. We meet the campers, including Allison Stoner and the daughter of apparently a famous singer. 
Mitchie trying to impress the girl does some major people pleasing and joins their group instead of singing solo. So how do we feel about the beginning of the movie? <laughs> and is Tess just the evolution of Loretta? The evolution of who? Loretta from Pixel Perfect. She was oh, the holographic wow. girl that uh, Phil of the Future created. Yes. This is what I wrote down about Tess. Quote, Tess is a mess. It's always the pretty, pretty blonde girl. I literally wrote pretty in quotes. She wants to be Regina George so bad. Regina George walks so Tess could crawl. <laughs> it's what I wrote. So those are my feelings about Tess. That's it. You know, I was feeling for this to have been described to me by the description on Disney Plus as prestigious that I feel like they just kind of got these kids from anywhere and everywhere. Not all the kids, but a lot of the kids. I don't know. That was just my thought. (laughs) Did y'all ever go to sleepaway camp? No, I think Jasmine did, though. She went to musical theater camp. Oh. oh no, I went home at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, went. it wasn't sleepaway? Okay, never mind. So I went to sleepaway camp. It's not for me, but um that is the vibe. I mean, like the cabins, you're just surrounded by kids who are rich usually. Cause it costs money. It costs a lot of money to go to those camps, so I wasn't surprised. Like even if you were middle class, you wouldn't be able to afford it. <laughs> those camps for like a full summer because it's like eight thousand dollars minimum um but wow. that was my yeah they're, they're they're not cheap at least the ones in the new york area were not cheap That's uh, why she could not afford it I yeah i went for like two weeks and it was obviously like a large fraction of the price because the full time is i think 10 weeks and i only went for two and even that was like, I had to beg my mom to go because one of my best friends went every single year. And I was like, I want to go when she goes. Um, and then they let me go. And I was like crying day one because <laughs> it's nature and I hate nature. So I don't know why I did that. <laughs> How old were you? 13. So I old enough to know better, <laughs> but still beg my mom to let me go in nature. Um but yeah, back to this movie. I will just say I realized when it started, I hadn't I don't remember anything about the movie. <laughs> like not a single thing other than the final scene. Like I remember so it was like watching it for the first time again. I was like, oh, who are these people? Where are we going? What's happening? Same. I put this on here, I guess, for the strength of the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato, because I also only remembered the, I remembered the final song, because that's a song that I will put on my playlist from time to time with with Demi and Joe. And when the people started singing, I was like, oh, I remember these songs at the very end, but I could not have told you a thing about any of the rest of the movie. However, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> for having us watch this movie and now that I think about it I don't even know if I ever saw the second movie so it was on the list we we doing it but that's just what happened yeah I didn't remember anything either when she started singing I mean she sang the song about six or seven times 
yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, I remember it. But I, just, I also didn't remember that she sang it that many times. Like I thought it was just like the one final time. Me so either. Like, every time she sang was it was that song. It was a little anticlimactic. Definitely. Um, was, it, was anyone else concerned about her? Because it seemed a little bit um, intense. The opening with her pretending to sing and swirling about. Um, Maybe because I'm like lower energy, it was a lot for me just to experience it as a viewer. So it was giving mean, something. It probably you mean yeah, when like she was in her room. Mm-hmm. You talking about the beginning? Okay, it was it was a lot for me. Like how Alley Cat Strike was aggressive swing dance, swing music. This was just aggressive happiness and like I don't know. It was too much for me. I wrote down Demi's smile is so wide. Dot dot. <laughs> like I just felt like she was cheesing from ear to ear at any point in time, and it was a little. I'm also similar, Jasmine. So I was also like, mm, tone it tone it down a little bit. It was the last day of school. I had more energy on the last day of school than other days. Jasmine and Amani remain unconvinced. <laughs> well, I think I think it was I think it was the the smile. It was something. <laughs> yeah, she was a lot so. of bangs too. So a lot of bangs and a lot of smile. Yes. It just her whole face disappeared. That's true. Uh, Demi and some bangs. Yes, she stayed with some bangs in the front. Um, can, I, can I just say really quick before you move on? Um, I was happy. Language. Yeah, go ahead. I know what you're saying. I was happy that they went straight into the camp and we didn't have like this long school montage. I would have, that would have driven me crazy. So like two minutes in, we're already at the camp and I'm like, cool. <laughs> That's a good point. Because we never saw that friend again. <laughs> and we didn't need to. So, I saw her and I was like, did she go to the camp with her? Like, <laughs> who is this woman? I don't remember her. And it was like, no. She was literally in that one scene for three lines and then never again. <laughs> That's it. Okay, so Jasmine mentioned the language. You said this was the same writer as Jump In? Or Okay, so there was two there's three quotes I wrote down. One, uh Mitchie says blingalicious and <laughs> it was just so bad. And it was she said it in an awkward way to begin with, and then the word itself is just so cringy that I just don't have words for that. There, and then the one of the boys, one of the hip hop boys, for lack of a better term for them, said, "Plenty of room over here, me amore," and it was very cringy. And then the teacher or the camp instructor, who I have thoughts on whose first name is also apparently Browns, we will talk about this man, said, if the classes are rocking, I'm glad I came a-knocking. The, 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 it was all falling flat for me. I mean, honestly, that man saying corny lines was like, whatever, because I just gave him like corny white man trying to be cool vibes. So I was like, yeah, some, I'm sure someone's saying that somewhere. Um, I also was like, his, his name was Uncle Brown. How do they call is that his first name? <laughs> I also didn't get that part. Um, but yeah, there were a lot of like little random things that they said that I was just like, okay. Why? They kept saying holla. 
And I said, okay, yeah, now it's fitting. Like now I'm like, okay, here's the link between jump in and this in the universe because I just, and it kept saying it on and on. And those two boys, look, sure, there's talent, but I just was tired of them jigging for them white folks. The whole movie, every scene we look over, the the white people just sitting there unseasoned and then they just springing about like, ah, why? Why? Why are we performing all the time? They were the most talented people in that entire camp. I was like, for a camp full of supposedly gifted, talented, musically inclined, whatever you want to say, people, why are there only two that I actually want to watch? And then I didn't even let Allison live up to her full dancer potential, which is like my biggest pet peeve with this entire movie. Like, why are we not utilizing the dance icon that we have? Except when she did the piano. It's like Dizzy is trying to constantly convince us that this mediocrity is um, premiere or something. Like, that's that's how I felt watching High School Musical. It's like how I'm not, you're not going to convince me that these are the best the country has to offer. I'm tired of you pretending like the blonde girl walking up on stage and doing this is something revolutionary in the music industry. And it's just infuriating. It's just frustrating. And I don't, I don't really understand, like, is it more marketable to do that? Like the, like the reasons why we do that, like, why can't you get kids who can actually sing and dance? There are a lot of them. (laughs) Why are we continuing to get these regular people and maybe have one or two people, but then don't have them do anything or they're the background characters. It's just, it's just really frustrating. Yeah, Tess was not believable. I mean, she was believable as a character who only got where she was because her mom was famous, but which I guess is what the goal was. But when she performed at the opening jam, there was also a jam for every day. It was was an interesting theme. But (laughs) when she performed at the opening jam, I said every single person on stage was better than her. And why do you need background singers if you're going to auto-tune your whole song? And then you have a whole gaggle of background dancers as well. It was just a lot to take away from the fact that she was auto-tuning her song. Yeah. Allison Stoner's character said something. I didn't write it down, but she said something about Tess. And it was like, oh, is she famous or is she good? And Allison's character was like, she's good at trying hard. Or, like, making people think she's good. Something that was clearly, like... No, she's not good, but she's a tryhard. <laughs> so that's what she is. So it's like people noticed it, but because she was like the rich and popular girl, cooler, she just always cooler got than things. all of us, according to her song. According to her song, uh, I would have just jumped in the lake. Like if I had to experience jam after jam after jam, I just well at an actual camp with actually talented kids. Those things are probably a lot of fun. <laughs> Like on High School Musical, the musical series, it made me kind of want to go to camp. But this, I was like, no, I'd just rather be at home. But I will say the the um, the one girl and the backup dancer, she was giving. Um, I couldn't find her name. I I feel like she was the only black girl. I was like, okay, yeah. But what yeah. is everybody else doing? And I'm glad. Well, we gonna talk about Margaret later on, because I said if this little test girl win this uh, camp rock jam. Okay, I'm going to know what's going on behind the scenes. But anyway, carry on. 
Okay, so yeah, so Tess, aka Loretta, point two performs. Then um, Mitchie agrees to do the final jam with Tessa, which Allison is very disappointed in. I don't even remember Allison's character's name. I just kept calling her Allison. But uh, she also meets Joe, who is I think named Steve or something. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, she meets jo- Shane Gray. Shane, Shane, thank you. Not Steve. She meets Joe Jonas. And then we get um, a hip-hop class being taught by Joe Jonas. Racism. <laughs> racism. This My class favorite scene racism. of the whole movie. So okay, I'll drop, I'll just summarize the next little part, and then we're going to talk about this hip-hop class. Uh, Mom tries to speak to Mitchie in front of Tess and company. Embarrassment ensues. We get another jam. This time it's campfire flavored. Tess performs again, and then there's a food fight in the lunchroom. Okay, so going back to the hip hop class, I screamed when I saw. He said, "Follow me, grab a hat and follow me." And he went a hat and a mic. <laughs> and follow, keep up if you can, Brittany. Keep up if you can. He said, "Like with what?" I okay. Why did he, they they could have named the class something different and not made it be a hip-hop class, and it would have been fine. They but the kids like the hippie hops. Performing right, class. Right, stage presence. And then, and then the brown kid falls, the drummer, and then he's like, I'm going to help you have rhythm. Oh, <laughs> intentional to me. No. That, like you said, it's a hate crime. I, I, it's racism. This whole class was racism. There's another point at the at, in this movie where it was racism with Shade, too. So I ain't convinced by little Shade because that was, it's, it's, it was horrible. I was Yo, so irritated. <laughs> this move, this scene takes me out every time because I remember watching it like, you know, sometimes you go back and watch these movies and you're like, oh, I thought this was good. Like, this is not good. But I remember when I, like, once the scene came on, I was like, oh, I remember watching this at the time and being like, what is happening? <laughs> like, why would they get JoJo? Why would they make him teach hip-hop? Like, you wrote the script. You could have changed it. <laughs> like, this is not an adaptation of something else. Like, you could have made him teach literally anything. But no, it was hip-hop. And then when they were, like, going across the floor, um, and it was, like, Joe in the front, and then it was, like, Allison, Caitlin, Caitlin, I think that's Allison's character's name, but Allison slash Caitlin, Tess, and then Demi, like, the three in the front, and, like, Allison's in, like, the back corner on, like, the screen, and she's, like, killing it in the corner, and I'm, like, put put her in the front, please, like, the one time we're in, like, a hip-hop class and you don't showcase Allison, Again. But you can't do that because then you're showing how bad everybody else is. All the main well, characters can't terrible. dance. They need they're to stop not- pushing people. <laughs> like they did this so they could push the Jonas Brothers and what's in Demetrius. But did they need pushing? They were famous, weren't they? I don't know. At no, that point. They, yeah. they were they were good. No. They didn't need the movie. Yeah. They, they people knew needed- who they were. The movie needed them. That's yeah. really what Literally it was. The movie yeah. that. Well, it, it had them, and we still sitting here <laughs> confused. <laughs> but I have to get a clip. I have. I will get a clip and put it on our Instagram because everyone needs to see what happened when he said, "Grab a hat and a mic and it, keep up with me if you I, can." If you can, and I said, should they have just got Dorinda to come in and teach? Them? Yes. <laughs> yes. But this cool. is do some backflip. 
some Ariel. <laughs> I said I could have been hired as a dancer in this movie. This Absolutely. is what I said. They could have hired me. I could have been a dancer. <laughs> I think no doubt. I would have been up there. They probably just went to some high school and were like, these are good. <laughs> these kids are fine. Uh, I don't know. I just wrote, I know y'all ain't for real. And that was really it. And then they had they had choreography. I said, how did you all get that from what he, the squiggles he was making in the air? Like, what was going on? I don't know. And then Tess trying to shade the boy who fell. I said, girl, I, mm. the whole thing was just. Tess was struggling with walking. Like her walking up down the stage, I was afraid she was going to slip every time. So and this is from the people who worked on Girlfriends. What is happening? <laughs> I was really, I'm distraught. <laughs> how, how does um, Shane Gray compare to the other musician rock stars that we have seen? And I could only think of two. I wonder if there were more besides Pro- Protozoa and Jordan Cahill. <laughs> Zoom, zoom, right. zoom. Megan Harko, boom, boom. My supernova girl. I don't, all, he can't touch Protozoa. He's, he's number one, obviously. Yeah, but absolutely. That's the real rock star of the entire DCOM universe. Let's be fair. And then, wait, who's the other one? Jordan Cahill. That's Jordan stuck in the Cahill. suburbs. Yeah, stuck in the suburbs. There were no You can't miss. I can't remember. I can't remember any other... Pops Jari. Yeah, so I never actually, I think I, I saw the Jones Brothers, I think I was with you, Brittany. I think there was something where the Jones Brothers were performing and I was there and that was the only time I ever like heard their music and like knew it was them. I didn't really get it watching them <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> in the so, movie, yeah. Okay, okay, I, so as long as it's okay. Okay. Because you only like. you only saw them for the play my music song. That was it. Otherwise, it was just. I feel like this wasn't their best work. Joe as, just as like, a group. Okay. <laughs> oh no! I mean, they have a long. I mean, I'm still listening to them in 2023, and they have First evolved song. with all of us. Like they have such a long category of not category catalog. Catalog. Okay. Yeah. But so burning cool. up still goes off. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's on love the bug. When you look me in the eyes. When you look it. me in the eyes. Andrea, I'm glad that I was your um, door into the world of Jonas Brothers. You were. And I was watching the whole time like, I'm too old for this now. At my big age of 15, I can't do this anymore. I didn't realize that they were my age. At, and I guess the older two were older. But <laughs> I thought they were younger than me. <laughs> no. I was I such a mess them. back then. <laughs> I remember. Good times. Good times. Okay, something else I wanted to point out was Tess says in the lunchroom, morning carbs are a no-no. And it's just like, the more you watch these movies, you just see all of this like diet stuff come out in every single movie. Regina George. Literally, that's why I was like, is she Regina George? <laughs> when Regina George was not eating carbs because she had to sit, fit into her size three dress at the store that only sells size one, three, and five. Just toxic, what it's teaching us. Uh, Okay, so then also the last thing I'll say for this section is this food fight. Dude, this man, I feel like his punishments, his two punishments we saw were so extreme for what actually happened. 
I don't know if anybody agrees, but he's just like, well, now you have to work in the kitchen for the whole summer. And then at the end, he's like, no, you can't perform. Ha ha. It was like, what? Yeah. But like, you can't perform, but also like, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. (laughs) Wait till the end of Summer Jam. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The food fight wasn't really a food fight. It's just someone tossing around a few things of spaghetti. Right. We've seen a food fight now. Right. That uh, that's what I was just about to say. No sauce. Not a meatball in sight. Amateurs, really. No, the costume designer was like, no, y'all gonna have to do many takes. No <laughs> sauce on this spaghetti. Keep it dry butter only. <laughs> I don't know. Mitchy was trifling. She was. That's she made choices said. I didn't fully understand, but I liked that she wasn't a goody two shoes, I guess. So there was that. And the way my mom would have called me out immediately. immediately. The movie would have been over. <laughs> oh, my God. I just feel like there's always a trope somewhere of, like, if you're a poor or a not as wealthy, you're embarrassed of, like, your parents and their jobs and their, like, whatever. And it's, like, usually they have, like, would. Le- like legitimate jobs like she's a cook (laughs) like and she's working at this camp that allowed you to come here Mm -hmm. for a heavily discounted price and you're so embarrassed like girl get over it I don't know I'm just like y'all made me roll my eyes her dad they're both business owners like her mom owns a catering company and the dad owns a hardware store right which like it's I can't even think of anything that would be like super embarrassing, but like, but even if it was a fine job, it wouldn't matter because my parents would wouldn't allow me to not acknowledge them. They would be oh. all over me at that camp. No, 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 it would no, be no. so ridiculous immediately. So she would say hi to me every morning. Every morning. <laughs> hey baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, I I get why she was doing what she was doing. Because I also used to be a massive people pleaser and, like, was really focused on what people thought of me. But I wasn't focused on what the mean people thought of me. So, like, I would not, me back then, would not have wanted to get Tessa's approval. I just would have wanted her to leave me alone. Like, I just would have wanted her to not talk to me. Please don't pick on me. I don't want any of that. I will disappear in the background. You go do your thing. But I would not have, like, tried to jump through hoops to be her friend because she was just so rude and mean. So, like, I get it. But also, like, it's not worth it, Mitchie girl. It's not worth it. And also, Allison is is just sad because Allison is the most, like, one of the most talented people. And then Allison is hanging out with the other two most talented people. (laughs) So, really, the people you need to be with are right there. Literally, and the people who are encouraging you to like do solos and you know live up to your full potential, and then you'd rather be with this woman, woman, this child that like doesn't care about you obviously and just wants to like stick you in the background with her other two friends that can sing better than her. Like, she just wanted a collection of minorities, let's be real. I hate to, oh, Amani, wow, you said that child. <laughs> I, hate I didn't see it until just now, but. She mm. did. She had the black one. She had an Asian one. She had a Latina. What else? It's like Pokemon. You know what Gotta catch them all. Mean, it's my scene. <laughs> my scene. Uh, yeah. So. You know, it reminded me of Heather and Double Team. 
just like straight up lying. Have you seen that, Imani? Double team when they were playing basketball? The twins? Yes, I remember the ending specifically because it took like 50 years for the ball to go in the hoop. And <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yes, I do remember that movie. <laughs> she went to Old Girl and said, yeah, I live in a mansion. And I have a driver and all this stuff. I'm like, girl, you know they're going to figure this out. They could just go to the address you gave. So it's like they could easily search. Yeah. And also it's volunteering information. Nobody asked. Right. It's no one. Exactly. Okay. So then moving on to the next part. Um, Joe Jonas, whose okay, name escapes me yet again, sings Mitchie a song because she finds him in the wild with his guitar. Uh, meanwhile, Allison, because she got detention for forever, it discovers that Mitchie is the catering lady's daughter. We get a pajama jam, which is, you know, it's a fun idea. We get the, a medley as well. Demi and Joe in a boat together, having a moment. We get the Joe bros performing at the beach jam. Wow, another jam. Then Tess exposes Mitchie, and then Mitchie finally stands up to her in the lunchroom. So here, the action is finally <laughs> coming in the third section of the movie. <laughs> it lasted too long. Uh, Tess exposing Minchie, that was like 15 minutes. I was like, this is too long. <laughs> Just embarrass her and get it over with. It was like, she was like spilling, and you did what? And your mom does what? And I didn't hear you. Can you say that again? I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> Where's the mute button? <laughs> if you were a kid at that time, you think you would have stayed there to listen? Or would you just have walked away? I would have walked away. Are you kidding me? Away. Yeah, I was wondering why she was standing there. Not even a question. Just what? looking a fool. You're like, what is happening over here? I'm going to walk away now. Thanks. Bye. Would you have, Brittany? I was thinking not being Mitchy, but like being the bystanders. No, I would have walked oh, away. Oh, I can't deal with that. I can't. Oh, the bystander? Oh, I'm watching this. <laughs> no, I can't deal with that either. <laughs> I can't be a part of that. No, I'm walking away. I have secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. Like, it's not. I, I can't, can't feel either. sorry for people. I get uncomfortable when I watch it on TV. I can't exactly. there. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's like, usually how I am, but I just want to see some mess. Like, something like has to happen this summer. I'm directly affected by it. Like, unless she also <laughs> lied something, like, that impacts me, then I would want to know. But, like, if it's, like... Uh, Other if, people's drama? Yeah, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, all, I'm walking away. Someone let me know in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what I was trying to understand, because the other kids at the camp, y'all just met her two days ago. Y'all don't care if she lied. You Nobody has talked to her except for these like, three, four people. So why y'all it, so like, Literally, no one is affected. <laughs> like, that's why it doesn't make sense why she lied to begin with. Like, no one is affected by any any of this. Like, any if she had offered them a job at Hot Tunes or right. whatever, it's like, oh, okay, but... Okay. See, and also, well, she didn't have any friends at that point. Because I'm like, where was uh, Allison? But yeah, they were, they had fallen out, right? This is before they reconciled. Yeah, because Allison's like, you selling out, having fun? (laughs) And Mitchie was just (laughs) upset and salty. (laughs) So, why was her name Mitchie? I don't like it. It wasn't supposed to be. It was Mitchie. I think, you know, it's different. It's like, Mitchie Torres. A singer. So, different what oh Uh, also i found the quote mm -hmm. that i was talking about where allison's character says about tess so mitchie asks her okay it says that's tess tyler the diva camp rock and mitchie says is she really good and caitlin oh caitlin slash allison says 
she's good at trying too hard to be good. <laughs> that was the quote. And I was like, and so it's a known fact that, like, she's not good. She's just a try hard. Yeah. See, and that's right, why your mama don't come around. Better. And that's why. <laughs> Sorry. Mom walked out that performance. She said, I'm not missing nothing. <laughs> uh, speaking of lines, okay, I think I'm going into the section backwards, but there was this 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 section I wrote down because it just did not land well. But Allison says, it's fun being friends with Tess. Demi says, how would you know? Allison says, because I was friends with Tess. Demi says, oh. And it just was like the weirdest delivery of lines. <laughs> like somebody should have maybe reworked the script because the way that it sounded was very much like, yes, I was friends with Tess. I know Tess. It just, it, it, was, it was rough. It was very rough, to say the least. There's going to be like a flashback or something or like a story time. But I feel like it was kind of supposed to be like sarcastic in a way. Like, well, it should have been delivered more sassy. Because like, I can see how like if some I'm having a conversation with someone like, oh, it's hard to be friends with Tess. Oh, how do you know? Because I was friends with Tess. (laughs) And like, that's how the delivery would be. Okay. <laughs> right there, you just gave more emotion than we had in the entire scene. <laughs> a masterclass. A masterclass. And I don't know what happened because Allison can act. So I, I know. I have she to got blame bad it. notes. That's what yeah, it is. I have to blame it on the directing aspect. It just she knows how to act. So that was real that was real rough for me. Because <laughs> there was the other part on the bridge and they were like, Oh, after he gave him the punishment. Demi was talking about, oh, he said this and this, and then Allison, or Caitlin rather, she was like, yeah, because I was there too. I was like, I know you were there because we saw you in the scene and you were next to her. But why you needed to bring that up? I really I think her character supposed to be, like, sassy. Like, I can also see that as being yeah. like a, yeah, I was there. Like, yeah, I know. You don't have to repeat it kind of thing because I was also there. But, like, it just wasn't it didn't mm-hmm. land properly. <laughs> they needed to cast you in this film. That's oh, all I gotta if say. y'all want to know how to act sassy and sarcastic, I got you. That's the one <laughs> acting skill I have. Nothing else. <laughs> okay, I want to go backwards again. So I'm going back to the beginning of this section. So, oh, well, I thought you were about to say the movie chops that way. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just to the beginning of the section, because even though I love Nick Jonas, I have to say, if Somebody was looking into my eyes like he was looking into hers, playing the guitar and singing. It would be a wrap. <laughs> it would be a wrap. And so I see why after this movie, they dated for like a couple months. Because he's just like staring into her face between this and the last song. Exactly. Yeah, it was great. I'm like, oh, I would have I would have loved to have a camp experience where I went to camp and then there was cute singing. Bo- like... Sign me up. Sign me up. Playing the guitar with the serenade. Uh, and then the... Huh? Go ahead, Andrea. No, I just wouldn't have been able to survive. I would have been way too embarrassed and like, oh, I, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> just ran away. <laughs> just ran away. And then avoided him for the rest of the uh, trip. Camp relationships camp. got really messy at my camp. Like, I came in at the tail end of everything, and, like, my friend was like, let me catch you up on all the drama of the Ooh, past, like, fun. six weeks. 
And I was like, oh, I don't want to be involved in any of this. Like, have fun, y'all. <laughs> I wonder if Other it's people's like... drama is fun. No, yeah, it was fine, like, listening to it. But I was like, let me stay away from, y- like, this group of humans. <laughs> because trouble seems to follow y'all wherever you go. It was also a very white camp, as mostly boy camps are. So um, I had no problem with people leaving me alone. <laughs> It makes me think of, like, people who date when they're, like, in a touring cast, because that also gets very messy, because you're just with the same people. Like, I wonder if it's, like, similar. Mm-mm, that sounds like trouble. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it gets real. Oh, thank you. Messy. <laughs> uh, okay, and then the last thing from this section that made me laugh was the way that she fell with these tortilla chips. Like, I don't, like, what was that? That, it felt like... The fall, we had just seen this fall, Amani, with this girl who went into the pool. She's kind of went sideways, and it just didn't seem natural. Something about her falling with the tortilla chips just didn't feel real. I don't know. It was odd. <laughs> it was definitely, I mean, it's a movie, so everything's staged. But, yeah, it was, like, because, like, she fell, but the chips went, like, uh, it was, like, one of those overdramatic falls where, like, you throw things in the air. But then somehow she still landed on top of them. And I was like, how are they above you and beneath you at the same time? <laughs> See, it don't make sense. It's not adding up. Uh, there was also like, and, and I missed this part. And I didn't know what was going on. But everyone was singing like the same melody that I guess Joe had put in everybody's ear. I didn't really understand that. But there was like a group of black girls who were amazing and i don't know what happened to them for the rest Listen, of the movie the i harmonies. was like why don't mm. they have solos or exactly. because they're good number. you're right because they're good <laughs> and this was the racism part i was talking about because the way he looked when they um came down the stairs racism <laughs> they're the, they're the, the only people that could sing <laughs> i'm pretty sure he jumped in the lake after that Okay, he but, did. like, wouldn't you also be a little weary if three girls came out of nowhere? Not if you sent a rumor around the camp about, it. exactly, okay, you okay, did okay. this. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Even though that was weird, why are we all playing telephone? Just put it out there. Make a flyer. Yes, I don't know. too long, too. Make and then plus flyer. cell phones. <laughs> right. Did yeah, I didn't even think that. Did they have did, Yeah, there was a scene. There was a scene they put a flip phone on the table. So y'all could have just texted. Like, it girl. was 2008. The iPhone had been out for a whole a year at this point. phone, T9. You got to press <laughs> yes. the six three times to get to an L. <laughs> Ooh, those were the days. I don't know. Between that, the chips, the flower on her face. It was just a lot of weird things that I feel like didn't need to happen. But, you know, I guess you got to keep up your web of lies. Pajama jam with the Uggs. Oh, those Uggs and the little like knee sock things, and they had on those little outfits. I said, "Ooh, <laughs> too much." The 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 clothing was very painfully. Very 2008. Yes, I it's felt attacked. Really Personally weird. attacked. Did we have those boots? Those brown the boots the whole time. Boots. Oh, yes. those were awful. Bridges. I was oh. like. I- Definitely had one of them. <laughs> At summer camp, you know. Oh, my other question. I was like, how warm is it during the day? Because you. Well, you know, you get the la- breeze off the lake, and it makes it cooler. 
Mm-mm, that boot is like a sauna, child. Mm-mm. At night, I would understand because it does get very cool, like by lakes at night. But like in the daytime, you're wearing she and she was wearing like boots and jeans, mm-hmm. and then like layered because everything was layered back then. Like a was like a tank top, and then like a t-shirt, deep V type tunic on top of it. I was like, this is my outfit. <laughs> Yeah, everyone is wearing dresses with pants under them. Yeah. Oh my! I was Those just shirts to... that like gather here and flare yeah, out yeah. at the bottom. <laughs> when they had all those little booties with the when she was performing with the glitter or whatever, I was like, ooh, because they were gray, and then the others were like another color, and I was like, ooh, oh, girl, you're tacky, you untalented, and you tacky. Like, come on, <laughs> what's going on? Tacky, man? and I hate you. <laughs> Oh gosh. Oh, Brittany, this is when they were had the Uggs on. The part <laughs> where she I guess she dissed her child. She said, um, who says whatever loser? That's so yesterday. But I guess you don't know that. There's a guy in the back that said, Burn. <laughs> the joke wasn't funny, but that it, it itself was hilarious to me. And I it was everything. It yeah. Mitchie tried, but it it, it was like too slow to the point where I was I thought Mitchie was confused when she said it. So I needed the man yell the kid yelling burn in the back for me to understand what was going on because she said Honestly, it so slow. That was probably like, you know, when they record things and like add it into movies mm-hmm. That's afterwards. Probably it That's probably it. Yes. Because I'm sure the directors or whoever watched it back and was like, mm, this is not it's not landing the way we need to. We need someone to indicate that it was a joke. <laughs> Yeah, they needed to take a book out of uh, Xenon's comebacks. They needed to get some comebacks from Margie. Like, they needed to get some comebacks from the Cheetah Girls. Like, they just, it it fell flat. But I guess, you know, Caitlin appreciated it, so. <laughs> but, but also, so, you know, in that scene, she does the DJing thing. That's what I stopped the movie. Like, I threw my hands up. It's like, I can't do this. The dancing was fine. The music, they played that music, though. Blim, 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 blim. What? what? It's like, they're like, she's really good. Wait, that was, that was another part. I was like, why is this the good producer? Like, they're like, oh, yeah, she's a great producer. And then it was like some techno things. Like, y'all ever have a keyboard back like in the day? Yeah. And like, you had, you could like change. Make the, the beats. The, the, yeah. Yes. And change the tempo and add an instrument. <laughs> and change the like keys so it sounds like a xylophone or yes, like a synthesizer. Yes. I that used to think I was, was doing different. it. And yeah. that's what Allison's doing. Like, why can't she produce so something bad. else? So bad. You're so right. It was so bad. Even when she was dancing, okay, so when they had the first class and the man just said, get up here and sing. No warm up. Just sing whatever. I said, okay. Allison, Kayla was in the background doing like a step routine. She was popping and locking. I, I don't know what was going on there. So again, why did you waste, why have her here for this? It really wasted an opportunity. Like if she was at the front and center, like this could have been such a better movie. Like take all of the people that were like extras to the movie and put them at the front and center. The Asta La Vista boys. Been- the the Caitlyn, um, even the girl who the I think she's black with like short curly hair who sang like the very first camp song, like 
And then Demi has chops, so like actually let her sing instead of waiting until the end <laughs> of the movie. Because like she was underutilized in this film as well. All we heard was Tess sing four different songs. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't remember Demi not really hitting a note until like the last five minutes of this movie. Like at all. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they were trying to make it dramatic. Like it's her coming out song or Ew. whatever. No, but like they could do something where you like we at least hear her like singing to herself in like a bathroom or some or with her mom. I don't know. Options. That's what you're saying. Something so that like we can hear her sing other than this is me. <laughs> yeah. Now that you say that, yikes. Like you had the Demi Lovato in the movie and mm. you only had her sing one song. You had Allison Stoner in the movie, and, and <laughs> you never really let her dance from behind the piano. Like, what? It's not adding up to me. And, uh, not Allison. Oh, so many names. Everyone just has so many names. But whatever Demi's character's name is, desperation to join this group that is just so basic is just tragic to me. But so subpar. It's it's just. I mean, Jasmine said it too. We have been spoiled by these High School Musical, the musical, the series kids, because everything they do is great, and they lean into. I mean, the show leans into like the cheesiness of what it is, but like every single one of those kids, you know, is amazing. And I don't know what happened here. Or like Julie and the Phantoms. Like you know, there's ways to do it, but we really did focus on Tess a lot, which is unfortunate. So, okay, so, yeah, so Tess exposes Mitchie, and she finally um, stands up to her. Uh, Demi joins, ends up, Demi, Mitchie ends up joining Caitlyn's group, but then they both get framed for stealing a bracelet, um, which doesn't really make sense to me. And also, Joe gets mad at Mitchie because he's like, you lied to me. Everything you say is false. You just used me. I think he's overreacting. Used him for what? <laughs> what did she gain? Thank that you. is the question. Great. He was overreacting, in my opinion. Um, so then we get, the, we arrive to the final jam. Um, we get the Hasta La Vista song. That unlocked a memory for me. We get Tess on stage with some mirrors mom is there mom leaves she said i'm sorry girl i gotta go in the middle of the performance tess almost falls off the stage like mean girls we get um the black girl who's singing someone else's voice um what's her character's name margaret yes we get margaret her name is not peggy it's margaret which makes sense when you think about peggy uh she gets to sing a song with the guitar also, Tessa's other back backup singer performs with Asta La Vista, so I don't know at what point they worked that out, but she got to perform. But we never saw Allison. Then the final jam ends, and Demi gets to perform with Joe. They lock eyes, and then we get a final song all together <laughs> to close it out. <laughs> oh, what a time. What a time. And yet again, I think this man is not a good camp director with these decisions. Because why would you tell them they can't perform 
like what's the point of staying if you can't even perform for the final jam like you might as well just leave well he was hoping that they'd catch it so he was like you can't perform until it's done but like he kept emphasizing it so like he still wanted them to perform but basically they couldn't compete for the spot with what is his name shane shane My bad. Shane. Um, competing for a spot with Shane. So they were like, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing was very interesting. But that Asta Vista song came on and I was like, in my bedroom. I was so excited. I completely forgot about that song. Me too. It was really catchy. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. And again, like you said, they should have featured these kids a lot more than they did and removed about 99.9% of those test songs because we didn't need them. Once we saw the first two seconds, we were like, yeah, yeah, no, we got We're this. good. We're good. And each song was like a full two and a half minutes. Um, Is it? So do you think they did that because they didn't want uh, Mitchie to win? Was that like, because then it would be too easy to pair? Or because like why, it doesn't make sense to me why you would have them perform at the end when if you wanted because them to perform, he still you wanted to be not- like oh I'm good because technically he did catch the, her with the bracelet right but like so he wanted to be like oh I am giving you a punishment but like I wink. still want you to yeah wink that's wink, weird touch, to me touch. I mean yes <laughs> and it's like I I have your word against Tess's and so Tess's word makes more sense to me <laughs> he it's also found the bracelet he also found the bracelet. Which made no sense. Right. It was just sitting in the kitchen. I'm thinking they're going to transition to a scene where they go in the cabin. And it's in her stuff. Like, she planted it there. No, it's just on a book, on a table, in the kitchen. Anybody could come in. Like, right. where was the proof? So, I don't know. Anybody named Uncle Brown, I'm giving you the side. <laughs> of that anyway, so. That's right. I feel like Demi coming out singing that song... Uh, that they took them staging directions straight from Joe's hip hop class. <laughs> Sorry to Mitchie, but that's what it was giving to me. What were her and Allison working on if she wasn't going to be on stage? Was my question. No, I didn't make any sense to me. Producer. Ah, sorry. Okay. I guess. <laughs> Again, <laughs> underutilized. <laughs> we have a dance, a literal dancing queen in our midst, and we're not utilizing her. Whatsoever, like you're putting her in the background, she's not even on camera. Silly choices, and she had the tiniest tie, just like the baby's tie. (laughs) Between her and Taylor, I don't want to see no more ties on the Disney Channel. Also, this is at the point when he said it's time for the final jam. I checked the time, there were 20 minutes left. (laughs) I said, Oh my god, please put me out of my misery, Disney Plus. I can't do it. I, I don't know. I mean, it picked have up. To have the Hasta La Vista boys and Tessa's song and Margaret's song and This Is Me oh and God. the final We Rock! Uh, we Rock! We Rock! On. That song. What is it? Is that called? Just Camp Rock? I don't know. But Probably. yeah. I'm trying to figure out who choreographed that because it wasn't Joe. So I'm just trying <laughs> to figure out where, where was, the, it was the real dance class. Mm. That's so funny. Allison was teaching him on the side. <laughs> she had nothing else to do at camp. 
but play on the keyboard. Shame. I um was happy Margaret sang a solo, I guess. Mm. Question mark. And that she won. It felt like <laughs> it felt like what's her name winning Eddie Eddie's million dollar cook off. Oh yeah. Bridget. Oh yeah, that was her name. Oh yeah, because that was what she was doing the whole time. She won and nobody cared. Tough. I don't remember that movie at all. That's okay. Uh, it's rough. <laughs> Wasn't there a baseball involved in that movie? Yes. Okay. Baseball. And you had to choose between that. And so it's fine. A lot of toxic masculinity. Yep. Dad was a menace. Yep. 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 It's coming back to me slowly. Cooking is for um, I thought the Oslo of Easter Boys should have won. <laughs> I was jamming to that song when it came on. I'm sorry, Margaret. You're lovely, I'm sure. But that song, I don't know. Oslo of Easter won. Got people hyped. I mean, it was a whole performance. They had trampolines. They had everybody on stage. They, they had were dancing in the middle. Giving what we needed. We didn't need another stand around performance and just like singing to a mic. We needed the theatrics. We needed dancing. We needed rapping and singing. We needed it all. And they gave it all. And they said, cute, give it to the girl with the guitar. <laughs> Do we ever see, um, what's his name, Andre? Did we see him drumming? Was he in this performance? I don't know. I think know. he was. I think he was up on the in the back oh, okay. on the platform. Okay. Um, I I will say that it did get me when um Shane started singing with Mitchie at the end. I was like, oh, and then it lasted too long after that. But at, when he started You're singing, the, voice I hear yeah. my head. <laughs> the reason that I'm singing, I need to find you. I gotta find you. Yeah. This is real. This is me. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be now. Yeah, I'm saying I just if I had happened to me, if that happened to me today, like I, it'd be over. Like it still hasn't changed. Like 20 years later, just he was singing with that microphone all in her face. I hope his breath smelled good. I always think of that whenever oh. I see people real close. I hope so too. So y'all y'all gonna have to answer this for me because I don't really listen to Demetria's music like that. Um, cause here she was singing with like every tooth in her mouth. Like she was really, you know, and I do love when people, you know, do some full mouth singing, you know, they're enunciating all the vowels, but she was really giving a performance. Is that her is that her thing? Was it just the direction here? I think it's because she was lip singing and because they lip sing in the in the movies, so I think that it was maybe overcompensating. I think she did used to sing like that when she was younger, but now it's more like natural. She still sings with her whole mouth, like she's okay. still very much like a. I mean, I think in general she has like a loud voice, so like when it comes, she uses her mouth's always very wide open. But it was very. I feel like it was very dramatized when she was younger because she was used to singing on screen where she had to like over-exaggerate a lot of things. But yeah. now she sings like a normal person. She just I, opens her mouth real wide. Yeah, it, it was it was painfully obvious. <laughs> Especially when she did that, when she went up in front of the class oof. and sang. It was like, oof, this is... 
I, was that lip sync? I mean, I just assume I know that they all lip sync in all the other movies, so I just assumed, but it just seemed like she was trying very hard. So I just thought so she was going they overboard. usually tell you to like, like they'll tell you to actually sing the song, like when you're act, like when you're acting or in the movie, they'll tell you to actually like sing it, but they're just gonna like dub over it with something else usually, because they want it to look natural. That's what they've done, like recently and i remember in in the heights when we ran the scene like 50 million times the like two main characters usnavi and vanessa they were like sing actually like singing and rapping to each other the entire time but then obviously they just like lay the track over it but it looks like they're just having a conversation but you know demi was also like 14 so yeah i felt i wonder if some of it gets lost for the disney for the decom yeah <laughs> i have to oh, yeah. I'm not going to give her a hard time, but I just was like, I ain't never seen no singing like this <laughs> on a decom. It was just real interesting. But yeah. I don't know. I'm glad, but he, like hearing you say that, I just felt like this whole, it didn't bother me in the other musicals that we've seen. But here, the whole movie felt like a lip sync battle or they were doing karaoke. Because at one point, Shane was singing to um, Mitchie and there were other voices layered in behind his. <laughs> and I was like, this is supposed to be why can't we just have a one voice? He's supposed to be yeah. singing to this girl. Yeah. It was it was weird. It was weird. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Definitely. Brittany, when you said if the if this happened to you today, you'd be like a puddle. Are you talking about like a Jonas brother singing to you or just like someone in general? <laughs> like serenade. Oh now see if one of the Jonas brothers is gonna serenade me with a guitar, it's over. I <laughs> That's it. I'm sorry. They're all going to have a good voice. You're marrying me now. <laughs> Immediately. Instantly. <laughs> that's a that's a guarantee. Okay. I okay. was talking about in general, though. Mm. But if, if we're talking about the Jonas Brothers, look, you can sing me the theme song, to, like a McDonald's jingle, and I'm I'm gone. Not <laughs> McDonald's. I'm McDonald's. I'm gone. Crispy chicken. Fresh lettuce. Honestly. <laughs> I would probably be so in the moment I wouldn't even catch it. <laughs> girl. Well, I wish that for you. Thanks, you girl. Thanks, girl. So can I? Okay, Amani, it's time. Because this was the point where I looked at Joe's hand. I said, is that a ring? What's happening in this movie? Because they're supposed to be... I don't know how... Oh, he's supposed to be in this movie. And then I went on a journey. Because I had heard rumblings, you know, maybe in a J-14 somewhere about this, but I never really get into it. So, Amani, please share with the share with the class, because this is a lot. So, our lovely Jonas Brothers, they used to wear purity rings. As as children, <laughs> they were children. Like let's not even. They were I don't know. They were like fourteen through I don't know how old Ke- I don't know how much older Kevin is, but let's say like fourteen through twenty, right? But they would wear like they wore purity rings because they were like saving themselves for marriage and like all this stuff, and they took like a vow of like blah blah blah, and it was this whole thing. And I remember when I found out, I was like, I mean, I was also their age, and I was like, this seems silly. <laughs> Like, I don't understand why you need to do this. But they did it for a while, like, for a long time. And then Kevin got married to his still wife, Danielle. 
Um, so obviously his came off. <laughs> but like the other two had it for so long and then eventually they like got over it because everyone was like, This is dumb. But they were trying to like paint this whole like innocent boy like good like neighbor was it like boy next door like neighbor everyone loves you type of image for these three brothers and not like your typical rock brand to make them like palatable for like the mothers to like be okay for their kids to listen to and like all of that stuff but like they actually genuinely like themselves that was something that they believed in and did um for a very long time and they were children. Let's not let's not pass that fact. Like <laughs> they were no more. Like Nick was like Nick is my age. He was born in '92 as well. And so when Camp Rock came out, what year was it? 2008. How old am I? I was 16. 16? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like he was 16. Joe was maybe like two, three years older than him. So like 18, 19 at the most. And then I think Kevin's like another two years older than that. So like 20. They're children talking about like purity rings and like chastity and like all of this stuff and it's like you I feel like you don't need to worry about that but sure <laughs> do what you want but yeah it was a whole thing and then they eventually got over it and then Nick broke up the group um and then he puts out songs like Jealous with a gospel choir <laughs> I still get jealous oh dear Okay, yeah, I might have to take a look at that after this, even though I don't want to. My curiosity. I, okay, I but, was not expecting that. That was not the answer about the oh, ring. I was expecting. Oh, girl, all. it's deep. Where, oh. where did you think? Where were you going know with what it? I thought, I thought oh. it was like a promise ring. I didn't know what I thought. But that was the <laughs> like last curating. thing on my mind. <laughs> girl, because all the girls. And see, Amani, what you said about they are kids. Okay. Just to add a little bit of extra, <laughs> the way that Disney was yeah. commodifying and okay. selling virginity of it. young people, Andre's horrified, and you should be. I hope everybody listening horrified, okay? Because I'm gonna put some links in the show notes because I was appalled at what I found, okay? And they were doing okay. interviews, okay? It wasn't, it was Miley, so all the crew, Selena. Okay, Jessica yeah. Simpson, when we know her daddy, okay, Britney Spears also, it was, it, I don't know if Demi had one, but she had her own stuff because, oh child, because when I, I don't know if y'all have watched her YouTube docuseries, I have not, but apparently she experienced some terrible things, I don't know if it was on this set, but somebody at Disney you got some to explaining to do, okay? But they were doing all these interviews. They're like, oh, I'm going to wait and blah, blah, blah. And our fans should too. And then apparently, okay, so the Jonas Brothers, they were in a church program, right, called True Love Waits, okay? And everybody kept asking them about their stuff on the interview. And Nick, no, Andre, come back. Uh-uh, come back. And Andre done turn her camera off. Uh-uh, come on, come back to the truth. Okay, Nick Jonas had his purity ring made at Disney World. I'm disgusted. At Disney World? At Disney World. Child. We're, like, Disney what shop are you in? And then he's so also a child. You... Let's not forget. Exactly. Like, he's like 14, maybe. At exactly. This of course you're going to think, yeah, I want I want jewelry made at Disney World. Like, you're not going to think that the weird thing about that. But the fact that he was able to have that done is crazy. I, I, I holler. I scream. I was like, this is just 
too much. Apparently, there's like a group. First of all, Ronald Reagan ruined everything, okay? Because he, in the Adolescent Family Life Act, when I tell you I went down the rabbit hole, because this is the area that I'm personally passionate about, absolutely not. Okay, we need medically accurate education. But anyway, it was a group called the Silver Ring Thing tacky okay they're known today as unaltered ministries and gross it's giving gross okay but they're an abstinence advocacy group and a pledge program they got federal funding okay because there's no separation between church and state from this act and they have virginity themed rock concerts with laser shows and performances and so the whole time i'm watching this movie unfortunately i looked at this before i said oh yikes yikes <laughs> what is going on so I'm going to put the links in show notes. Feel free to look, but yikes is an understatement. That's a lot. I just, I remember them when, I remember the hubbub about the rings and then when they stopped wearing them. But I never really dove into the, into the seedy underbelly of of everything. And it's just, when you think about too, the way that Disney treats their stars and how, how they treat all of them as a whole or like want to market them, but also how they treat the girls versus the boys as well. Like there's a whole, I think we've talked about it on the show before in different movies. Um, Yeah. Sorry. Not to bring us to a dark place, but oh my gosh. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. Back back to the final jam. (laughs) It's wild. And yeah, it's, I mean, it's all down to marketing. Like, mm-hmm. how can we make this palatable for... Because, like, to be honest, like, kids aren't going to... Like, we wouldn't have known otherwise. Like, you know, but for the parents to see, like, oh, these stars, they're, like, some of the good ones and da-da-da-da. But then also that's why you have all these Disney Channel stars that are extremely messed up now because they had to, like, suppress themselves for so long Miley, Selena, Demi, just to name a few. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was real bad. And the Jonas Brothers, like, weren't really Disney stars. So, like, they would come in for, like, a movie and a show and then mm-hmm. went back to Flip their lifestyle. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're, they're musicians. They're musicians first. first. And foremost. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, the fact that they got looped into the whole, like, purity ring thing, too. Was just, it was wild. Wow. Great times. Twists and turns. Who knew Camp Rock would bring us here? But I think we talked about the final jam. I mean, if anyone else has anything to add about the movie, that was it for me. No. Okay. Well, shall we follow that up with cringe moments? (laughs) Or was the whole movie a cringe moment? I don't know. No, Joe teaching the hip-hop class. Oh, gosh. That was... That that was was it. That was the... That was the cringiest moment. Joe teaching the hip-hop class for me. That one takes the cake. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Jasmine's speech just now is my cringe moment. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> me giving the speech or the content? The content of the speech. <laughs> is like wow. Just this is the first. I am, I am highly disturbed. <laughs> I'm, I'm honored that I'm in the cringe moments, but also um, I'm saddened. <laughs> Wow. In hindsight first. Oh dear. Were there any feels moments? When the credits roll. Mm. We should have a count of how many movies Jasmine <laughs> said when it ended was her feels moment. <laughs> Let's have a tally. I'll second that. 
This one was, I don't know why. I had like expectations for this movie and I don't know why because I never have expectations for these movies. But I thought like, oh, it's after High School Musical. The production value will be a little higher. You know, the Jonas Brothers are in it. It's maybe this is maybe this one is going to be okay. <laughs> so I was disappointed. That one's on you because I didn't hype this movie up at all. Now, I know I talk about High School no, Musical. It is, it is on me. It is on me. It is. I'll like, be absolutely. But this, I just said, we got to watch. But I don't. I didn't really know much besides, you know, Joe Rose and Demi. Uh. I I mean, seeing the Jonas Brothers, always love them back then. Still love them, 2023. Still love them. We'll still be listening to the album that gets released this year. Waffle House? Is that the name of it? I don't know. I think it was a song that just came out called Waffle House. Oh, I listened to that. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Hold on. The Jonas Brothers have a song called Waffle House? They do. Oh, girl. <laughs> Okay, I listened to it though. I don't remember it really being about a Waffle House. I I'd have to look at the lyrics. <laughs> I think so. Ooh, sorry, something just fell. I think that it's called Waffle House because they you had a lot of memories of like going to Waffle House and like talking. <laughs> like it's not. I don't think it's necessarily about like a Waffle House, but I think it's something along the lines of like how it makes them feel and like them reminiscing on times i could also be completely wrong so whoever's listening is actual fan stay out of my dms where are you guys are actual fans they grew up in so well part of they they were in jersey for a while and then i think they moved to the south at some point but i don't remember the detail i agree jasmine This may be one of my favorite episodes ever. <laughs> I don't even know where we are. Feels? Ratings? We did that. Ratings, ratings. Okay. Well, I mean, do I even have to ask? Go ahead, Jasmine. What's your... <laughs> I know yours would be the lowest, so... So I'm sitting here looking at the rest of our ratings for season four and trying to figure out, was this the worst one? But I don't think I can watch Read It and Weep again. So I'm going to give it... Dang, because Johnny Capahala got a one. Yeah, I'm going to give this a point six three because it was just painful. Like Andre said, I really tried because I had preconceived notions. I said, I'm going to hate this. But I said, you know what? Let me have an open mind because there's something that Britney sees in this. You know, there's got to be something yeah, and, what I saw was the Jonas Brothers. Okay. <laughs> and now it all makes sense. I, and Jimmy, who I also mm-mm. still listen to in 2023. Because <laughs> beyond that, I was bored. I said, when is this over? I have never felt this. This is a new low. But yeah, point whatever it was. I don't even remember what the score was. It's less point than one. Three. Okay, thank you. Yeah, it's less than one. Andre, what's yours? We're we going to end on a higher note for me and Amani. <laughs> so you yeah, might as well go. It was 0.5 for me. And I blame myself partially for that because I thought I thought it was going to at least, at least be a three. I thought it was going to be fine. But halfway through this movie, I was my eyes were crossing. I was like, this is still happening. When they got to that that montage of them doing Password, I was, <laughs> I was so done with this movie. <laughs> so it's it's 0.5. And it's hard for me to say because there's music in it. And usually I like things with music in it. I just... 
<laughs> but it's because Tess was singing all of the music. <laughs> that's right, yeah. You know what? That's what it is. That's what it was. <laughs> that's why. Um, I think I would rate it a 2.5. I think I... It, I wish there was more of what happened at the end throughout the movie. So I wish, like, Demi and Joe sang more. Even the ending group number, that would have been cute if we had that at some point giving more of like a high school musical vibe because that's like my standard for some of these types of movies not cheetah girls because i know that's already a high expectation for, for me to have and i can't really put that on everyone um and not everything can be produced by deborah martin and whitney houston but i yeah i give it a 2.5 because clear plot issues and cringe moments and all and joe jonas teaching hip-hop um but the nostalgia was like it for me and seeing my husband Nick Jonas on the screen made me smile. Love you, Nick. Shout out to Priyanka and the baby, but like I'm here. Okay, I'm gonna give this I think as well a two. I think I would give it a solid two. I think it was the kind of movie that was bad, but I enjoyed watching it to talk about it with you guys. So it was bad in a fun way for me, but when you put Lingalicious in a movie or just lines that fall flat, it, it was it was it was tough to to watch. But it was like an, it was a fun tough for me, and yeah, it's really going off the strength of seeing the Jonas Brothers together, of Jimmy's song at the end, and I really wish that. There was no test. Every time I saw Tess, it was like minus a point. <laughs> That's tragic. I wonder what, what the actress is doing. But, you know, they just set her up in this movie. Even, maybe this is too mean, but even Julie and the Phantoms, right? Like, Jasmine knows the mean girl in Julie and the Phantoms. What was her name? I forgot her real name. But she was a mean girl with the girl group, and she still sold her part yes, <laughs> better than Tess did so it just wasn't yeah it was a little bit of a letdown but I was happy to see Demi and I was happy to see the Jonas Brothers and I was happy to see Allison but not with that keyboard thing so it's gonna be a two for me and that's that quickly back to Waffle House they lived in Dallas Texas for a bit so like the oldest brother was born in new jersey and then i think they moved to texas by the time nick was born because nick was born in dallas texas and they lived there for a while and then they moved back to like wyckoff new jersey um and that's where like nick was raised because that's what i base all of my information off of nick (laughs) i don't know where the other ones are raised but yeah i don't know about the mother i love it yeah i'm i'm still i'm side-eyeing them Based on that updated information, girls, <laughs> not the waffle. I'm gonna go have to go find the lyrics now. I mean, <laughs> I, that mixed with the choir thing—that's that's two things. <laughs> that's two things in a row. Okay, but the choir <laughs> thing is good. I dropped the link in the chat, and you guys have to watch it. <laughs> the choir thing is great. Oh, we will be watching after this. Yeah, we're gonna be watching now. When Haley Williams says a choir, I like a her, but she from Mississippi. I said, okay, you know. You won't be doing no problematic foolishness. So we'll see. That's our girl, though. She is. She sing and then she quiet. We don't hear nothing crazy. Exactly. That's why she's our girl. (laughs) That's why I like Kelly Clarkson, too. She sings 
Mm-hmm. And that's all. She's she and then she lives her life. She has a talk show that's and she sings one. and she's good. That's, that's another one we like. You don't you don't hear peep? <laughs> Even pink. I'll take her too. Well, <laughs> I don't know because Alicia sings trifling, but that's a whole other podcast. But I think she's just messy. <laughs> like, yeah, because she didn't have to say that about Christina and Lady Marmalade. That was twenty thousand years ago. Wait, what's she saying? We're going to talk about it later. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is great. We have talked more about pop culture than the movie, and I'm glad. So on that note, that wraps up this discussion of Camp Rock. Next week, we will be reviewing Camp Rock 2. So come back for that. (laughs) Amani will be joining us. All the links will be in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.